Thank you for the wonderful music. Thank you for the wonderful reading today. Um, I will have you know, you weren't my first choice necessarily in doing this, but I want you to hear me out, right? I have this vision for something called lessons and carols and carols, where only people named Carol come and read for us, right? And, and I have a carol right behind you, actually, so we're off to a good start. But this year, we'll take what we can get. So thank you to our college students for coming and being a part of just our lessons and carols, but we'll add the second carol next year, perhaps. But a Merry Christmas once more to all of you. This is a great opportunity for us to be able to sing some of our favorite hymns or maybe some of the ones that we were unable to sing in the previous days as we continue to celebrate this good news here yet this day. And I think one of the things that, that hits me as I, as I listen to these, these stories, to these readings again, is how beautifully they bookend. We begin with Genesis, the very first word spoken this day. We're in the beginning, and we end with John in the beginning. This beautiful bookend in Scripture, and I, and I love this idea of, of a new beginning, that in Christmas what we see, receive is a new beginning. And as we light each and every one of these candles, what we're really hoping for is a new beginning that's rooted in God's hope and peace and love and joy for us and our God relationship. A new opportunity to be in a relationship defined by these gifts of this season, these lights that continue to light our lives. And the other part, too, then, is, is these things that happen in between, right? In between new beginnings. And that's always what this time has felt like for me since I was young, right? We're in between new beginnings. Today is the new beginning of Christmas, and it's that week until New Year's, right? Another new beginning for us. And the stories that, that populate the middle come from all over. I don't know if you were keeping track at home, but three separate Gospels were read, right? The fourth, Mark, has no real telling of the Nativity, but three different authors we heard, plus other texts, including the prophets themselves in Genesis, as I mentioned. In other words, we took a tour through so much and perhaps all of the history of Scripture here this morning. But the one constant throughout all the texts is the constant of proclamation. Proclamation was there in each and every step of the way. Proclamation that started with those words in the beginning, when God speaks creation into existence. Proclamation through the prophets, whether it be the prophet Micah, the prophet Isaiah, or John who's quoting the prophet Isaiah. We have proclamation from people and visitors in other countries in the Magi and other worlds in the angels. We also have proclamation from those that we perhaps ignore in our own communities and the shepherds so lowly that they weren't even worth counting when the time came for Quirinius to take his count. You see, this is the key to the season, I think, is proclamation. Because today what we're really doing is we're sharing once more the good news of great joy for all people. And so I hope as you go about your day today, maybe it's recovering from family, or maybe it's just jumping into family, or maybe it's just resting, as I know I'll be doing myself eventually. I hope that you can take this good news with you, and that you can see that you've been blessed with a gift to share the gift of proclaiming that good news to the world this day and always, even in the dark of life. Because remember, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. And this day, 
That is our good news and always. Amen.